Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Even More About Nothing. I'm one of your hosts, Matt underscore Ogutu, also known as Mateo on Twitter, which... Didn't you try changing that once? I did, but I didn't feel good about it, so I changed it back. <laughs> but Mateo, if you didn't know, is uh, Spanish for Matthew. I just had to clarify that for some people because some people tried being reckless on Twitter about it. Sure. I'm not going to say names, but they know who they are. Anyways, if this is your first time listening to us, uh, this is a podcast where we quite literally talk about nothing. And everything at the same time. And somehow you guys still stick around for it. So we thank you for that. Uh, not as full of table, but it's still always fun. Mm-hmm. Still stuff that we talk about. Uh, well, I'll let you introduce yourself first, then we'll get to Rafiki. Today. Follow me on all social media at BlackRafiki30. It's easy enough. Uh, with the exception of PlayStation, drop 30 and you, f- you find me. Uh, at least I don't take my own name. <laughs> you know, and, and that will forever stay a joke. Yeah. We, we might be able to do that come 2020, but we'll see. <laughs> even, even if that comes around, I'm still not going to change yeah, my name. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, no, it's for other people that have had issues. That's very, 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 very true. But we might actually stay on task today, guys. Mookie's not here. Yeah, not he, not that... He was fired. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> he, he's going to listen. What? Huh? <laughs> he's going to come on next week and he's going to be like, who authorized this? Who signed off? The person in charge. That'd be me. Anyways, no, he's uh, taking a much needed break. So, yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's all we can say about that. That is that. <laughs> all right. Moving past that. We have someone who has not been on in a while, a good friend of the show, good friend of ours. Go ahead and let them know who you are. All right. Well, it's Brian, the accountant, again. It's been about six months, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a good while. That was the last time I was here. So. It's been a good while. Yeah. Good while. So why, why don't you let everyone know what you've been up to? This is a good way to segue into a weekend review. Like, yes. All right. <laughs> uh, I haven't been doing too much this week, it, or really since then. It's been mostly just work and then go home and relax, and that's pretty much it. For the most part, so. mm-hmm. not exciting, but it's good. Effective, so. yeah. <laughs> it does the job. Yes, that's true. You want to go ahead next? Um, yeah, not. I mean, stuff's happened this week. Done a couple of shoots, which more than I've done recently. And I don't know, just work. We did go to the Sporting KC game on Sunday. Oh, yeah, we did go. That to, was wild. We did go to the Sporting game. That was super fun. Now we're in the Western Conference Final. We're ready to claim the cup, bring it home. It belongs in Kansas City. Yo, that is a... But what sucks is we're not going to have a home game if we make it to the final. Yeah, that's okay. However, the ending to the game was about as wild as I've seen them, at least at the stadium. Yeah. Um, the no-look finisher. Yeah, the no-look finisher on an open net, which was just, like, shout-out to Shallowy for hustling on that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, any did, other... Did, did you ever see uh, uh, on Twitter? Do you follow any of the sporting players on Twitter? Actually, do not. I follow Sporting KC themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
I follow Salary, and obviously him and Ikapar always get into it on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, if you remember the first leg, uh, there was one time when Opara tried shooting at goal and it just like skyrocketed <laughs> and so he took that and he said guys i found where the ball landed and he cut the clip so that it acted as if he assisted salary on the goal <laughs> oh oh no no so yeah that's t- Oh, Michael Parr is a hilarious person to follow on Twitter. <laughs> that that's that's my one plug. Fair, fair. Okay. However, we did do that. The ending was just incredible. That was fun. Um, last weekend, last weekend into this week, was that it was kind of like that blur feeling. So Thursday of last week, so a little over a week ago at this point, leading into this weekend was Ben Rector then. Friday was going to the Walt Disney Hometown Museum, which is really dope. If you guys live in Kansas City or close to Marceline, Kansas, which is like 45 minutes south of Kirksville, so if you're relatively close in that area, um, easy drive to get to. Really dope. You learn about the history of the town, Walt Disney and his family and all that stuff and what Mar- Marceline's so important to him. Really, really dope. And then, of course, the sporting game Sunday. And then a lot of sleeping. A lot of sleeping. Because the weekend was just so busy. I feel that. And John Billion had dropped his new album. Obviously. So I've been listening to that a lot. And bought tickets to a show. I bought merch. I haven't bought my tickets yet. You might want to do that. Yeah. Because that might, especially the closer it gets and people realize, like, oh, it's around the corner. Yeah, and is, isn't Uptown, like, not huge? It's like, no, it fits, like, maybe 3,000 people. Hmm. You might want to consider that now. Yeah. <laughs> but that is a discussion for another day. Yes. Well, we have some, some pretty good stuff that happened this week. Um, hey, you know, you know what? This is the first time in a while, with the exception of last week, not a 17-minute intro that we actually got through things. Yeah, because we, we did have a certain uh, rambunctious, mutual fund-minded, um, trying to think of the correct way to say this. Uh, Without looking bad? Yes. But that's too late. The moment you open your mouth, you kind of put yourself in those Oh, holes. don't try me. <laughs> <laughs> we will get out of hand on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, we're on track. Not because we don't appreciate Mookie, but we don't. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, honestly, if anybody wants to know why we're always off track, go back and listen to any episode that has Mookie on it, compare it to episodes that he's not on it, and there's your answer. That's why he's the intern. There's a common denominator. Anyways, appreciate you, Moogie. You'll listen to this eventually, so. Maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll expect a strongly worded text. Uh, but <laughs> a couple of trailers dropped this week. Uh, Detective Pikachu's been talked about for a long time, uh, and we finally got a look at what that would be. I remember when they first said that Ryan Reynolds would voice Pikachu, and I thought, okay, 
Well, I thought... Interesting. <laughs> my first and actual thought was weird flex, but okay. <laughs> but, uh... But when they announced it, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, we've seen him do Deadpool. We've seen him, unfortunately, do Green Lantern. <laughs> See, I... I don't fully put that on him. I put that on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He, he was unfortunately a part of that project. Uh, and so it, it was... I thought it was interesting that they chose to do it. But now we get to see a look at what that would actually be. And I do like the appeal, or I do like it, that with him actually talking, they are not taking the Meowth approach Yes, in Pokemon, where everyone understands it. I th- it makes it more interesting, I think. Yes. Very true. I agree. Honestly, like, how are you going to have Pikachu in a movie and not be like have the infamous like Pika Pika like that that's what he does. All they hear is Pika Pika Kitty. <laughs> yeah. Uh but just a little bit of context if you have seen the, the trailer, it's I don't know, this kid which I think we said he's growing up or lives in the Sinnoh region, the Rhine 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 City, which I yeah, I think it is? I yeah, I, th- I think, because I think there was a poster in there that said, like, uh, Sinnoh League champ or whatever, because he wanted to be a Pokemon trainer. Uh, but his dad was a detective. Now he works in uh, law enforcement to some degree. And then he just finds a Pikachu in his apartment. How the Pikachu got there? I don't know. Wait, are Pikachus the equivalent of mouse problems? <laughs> Technically, yes. Even though it's a... Uh, a big mouse. No, what is it? Because it's not... Because when you look at the Pokedex entry, it's not technically a mouse. What are they... What is it? I think they do classify it as an like, electric well, mouse. Well, I, I think something. early on they classified it as an electric mouse. But then, or no, early on they did not classify it as an electric mouse. Now they're classifying him as an electric mouse. But I forget what it was beforehand that they called him. I can't remember. Mm, I didn't look uh, at my Pokedex much in the first generation or two yeah it was well but the point is the fact he has a a straight pikachu that he happens to talk to i'm fully convinced they have pikachu exterminators in that universe (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit morbid to think about but you get what i'm trying to say uh so and essentially and i guess the big question was how are they going to build this around like how are they going to make a good story out of ryan reynolds in a little yellow, as a little yellow fur ball, that can shock people. And they do have kind of an anchor point of like this kid trying to find his dad or whatever. Because um, I guess somewhere along the way he realizes that his dad's disappearance, I guess as I would classify it, is not just something of his own volition or rather something with. They, even on the original Poke, like the original Pikachu Pokemon card, he's l- listed as a mouse. Okay. Pretty sure there's an iteration somewhere that deviated from that. I'm just not sure which one it is. Um, apparently, he's supposed to be one foot four inches tall. Weighs 13 pounds. Man. Pikachu was kind of fat. Ash <laughs> has a really heavy shoulder. Like, he's got a real strong shoulder. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and I know there was a lot of flack on... Uh, social media about the option to make like Pikachu and Jigglypuff specifically more furry, but which 
I, I get that. Someone brought up a good point. It's like, it's either that or it's just pure flesh. <laughs> That's kind of disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like, Mr. Mime looks kind of gross. I'm not going to lie. However, he looks better than if he was furry, though. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah, I understand. But, like, if you think if everyone looked like Mr. Mime did in terms of texture, yeah, that would be yeah. gross. Like, even looking up at a close-up of Greninja, the tongue freaks me out. <laughs> I don't know why it just does. However, I did like the way Charizard looked. Yes, uh, but so that's one thing I appreciated. They took into account the different Pokemon, and then like crafted their skin accordingly. Mm-hmm. Because then, uh, if everybody was furry, mm, you got a problem. Or yeah. if everybody was skin, uh, mm. I just I'm just excited to see how they do Pikachu's thunder attacks or lightning attacks. However, yeah. yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think of Detective Pikachu. Uh, tweet at I us. did. Wait, I did see this real, this kind of debate, or at least something interesting concerning Detective Pikachu. Now, I don't know if I had this conversation or read it somewhere, and then someone brought it up later. But someone found it weird that they were going the Detective Pikachu route rather than saying like hey, let's do a Pokemon Journey-type movie, kind of like an Ash-centered, like, not necessarily like Ash himself, but mm-hmm. like that kind of movie, then have a spinoff for Detective Pikachu. But do you think it's good that they're going Detective Pikachu first? Yeah. I think it's good. Um, just because they already did the 20th anniversary where they're rehashing essentially the first few episodes. I think they're doing a follow-up to that movie again. Um, and so now this is the first time that really a movie new is not doing that. Okay. I like it. Plus, it, plus mean, it gives them something to base off of. So uh, if this does well, then they can do go the journey route instead of, well, like, trying I mean, to commit, they, they instead of like trying to commit to the journey and then it's like it tanks. And then it's just like, uh, here's a movie that we're planning to do more. Well, it, like Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my thought. If, if, if they went the journey route, they could do it like they did Pokemon Origins. Where you can have, you can do it well enough. If you do it well enough in two hours that you can get like maybe a few solid battles in and then complete, get his eighth battle or something like that. Complete that journey. I mean, you could make it work. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they put those into four episodes. They did. <laughs> so, so I mean, and it doesn't have to be ash. It could be red. It could be gold. It could be silver. Yeah. Green, blue, like, which, Bridget. for those who don't know, those are actual character names yeah. within all, the all manga. Of, all of the Pokemon game characters that you choose are the, like, game name equivalents. Yes, and... Fun fact, for those who didn't know, the video games are based off the manga. Mm-hmm. You know what really blew my mind? Ruby. The character Ruby. Mm. He doesn't have white hair. He has brown hair. He's wearing a hat. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that. You didn't know that? Because <laughs> I remember Cause when it's I... shaped like his hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like, I was like, okay, yeah, I can see that being his hair. Like... Just everybody. Because <laughs> I, I remember seeing it in the manga. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I took his hat off and I was so confused. 
But uh, so yeah, let us know what you think about Hold Detective up. Pikachu. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, and also, there was a missing Squirtle poster. So I just want to know who's out here stealing Squirtles or if Squirtle ran away. Maybe the Squirtle Squad is a get. Like, oh! <laughs> I just got so much more excited for this. I just need the, I just need to see the Squirtle Squad. I need to see him in his shades. Oh, my God. Well, they gave, they gave us, like, original Jigglypuff, like, OG Jigglypuff, so... Because she had to mark it every year. Yeah. So... We'll see. We might get a glimpse of the Squirrel Squad. I would. Uh, yep. We need this to happen. This movie would jump up the fun, li- the nostalgia list if we get the Squirrel Squad. Yeah. I would agree with you. Now we haven't said it's going to be a great movie. We're not saying that, no. but it will jump up the nostalgia. Yeah. The nostalgia list is a little different than a great movie list. Yeah. <laughs> Something could be nostalgic. Doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. True. Thoughts, Brian. I don't know. I don't see many movies in theaters, so I don't know if I'll see it in theater or anything. But I'm I'm okay with seeing it, but I don't have high expectations either. That's fair. I don't think any I, of I think ninety eight percent of the people don't have high <laughs> expectations of it. Solid trailer though. Solid trailer in my yeah. opinion. Good start. Good music cool. choice. Uh, <laughs> another trailer that was completely overshadowed by Detective Pikachu. So much so they had to release a second trailer and still didn't do as well in terms of numbers. Okay, so this this is both my okay, so we're talking about the Toy Story 4 trailer. Because they had a little release snippet for it and then they dropped a second one. The first one was them all holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were I did not see the, the, the second one. The second one the second one was with uh, a duck and a bunny, which is absolutely hilarious because uh they were talking about uh Toy Story. And then they were making fun of Buzz and Woody. <laughs> and as, like, they're talking. And he's like, hey, uh, Duck. And he's like, what's up, Bunny? They're making a uh, Toy Story 4. He's like, what? No. Yeah. He's like, but they just had a third one. It's like, it's like they had a trilogy. Yeah, they're making another one. They're coming back. And so they tried doing Buzz's uh, catchphrase. And he's like, to infinity and your mom. <laughs> 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 and this is just it's hilarious uh but so the Detective Pikachu trailer came out they dropped I don't know but essentially the first trailer and the Detective Pikachu trailer dropped at the same time Detective Pikachu trailer obviously like skyrocketed everyone's talking about it they dropped the duck and bunny trailer afterwards still didn't really do as big I think I remember seeing Detective Pikachu was hundreds of millions of views, if not like close to a billion, a billion, like overall views for that trailer. The first Toy Story, Toy Story teaser trailer did like 18 million. The second one did like 51 million. Still not even close. Yeah, not even close. Sheesh. Yes. But super excited for Toy Story 4 because obviously uh, they say this is the finale. Yeah, which everyone thought the third one was going to be the finale, but they're like, ah, hold on. I just really want to know. Everyone already cried at the third one. Whoa, Yo, Tom no. Hanks is not helping us because he said he cried. Yeah, when he found the end of Toy Story 4, and I'm like, so did you see? Did you guys see the movie poster that they had for it or the? Uh, I saw the. Is there a different one? Because I saw the Woody. I saw Woody, and it yeah. says like. 
I think, like, month and year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that one. And there's just a lot of people on Twitter. It's just like, yo, where's Buzz? I don't like how this looks. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like, yeah, they're, they're... I think the biggest thing that, that I'm worried of is that they're going to have, like, all this emotional, like, this is it, the last hurrah, and we get there, and it's exactly what they say it is. <laughs> like... I'd, I'd hate for it to be a flop of a movie, but I don't want it to be like... We've already invested so much in the third one. Now they're coming back with this fourth one saying it's a finale. Which which the third one would have been a good send-off. It would have been a good send-off. It was, it was, actually, that was probably almost a perfect send-off. However, you know, we, we actually... I don't know if people realize, like, we could have gotten this movie sooner than what we're getting it now. Mm-hmm. They originally, when Incredibles 2 came out, was the original date for Toy Story 4, but they flipped the two, which actually, to be honest, I'm happy because we waited long enough I still haven't seen for Incredibles 2. Yo, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's solid. It's a very solid movie. Very enjoyable. I would watch it again. <laughs> but, which I think is better because we had Toy Story 3 a little more recently. That's a little more fresh. Incredibles 1 has been, what, 14 years? Right? Mm-hmm. That's a long time. So, um, I liked the fact that they flipped them instead of us waiting until this summer, you know, this coming summer to get, you know, Incredibles 2. Um, it's better that we waited on, you know, Toy Story 4. Random info. The more you know, uh, yeah, it doesn't help you. Yeah. <laughs> but, and also with Toy Story 3, it was around the time that Monsters Uni- uh, University came out. Um, and then there was, like, one other where, and it was almost like... A passing of the torch for the generation because those are the movies that we grew up on and now that it was like uh, Andy very symbolic handing his toys to that little girl is like well so long partner or whatever because uh, it's like now these younger kids that are just like oh Toy Story what's that it's like you've never heard of Toy Story it's like I had a but uh, I don't know I just I want it to be a good movie I know it'll probably be a good movie I if just Tom feel Hanks like says, if Tom Hanks is tweeting that he's crying, like I think it's gonna be at that point. That tells me it's gonna be a solid movie because I don't I don't think Tom Hanks just randomly says yeah. Well, yeah, like I'm not the quality of the movie is not what I'm worried about. I'm just questioning whether it should be happening at all or not. But we don't know the story, so then yeah. at that point, yeah, we're in limbo. Yeah. So that's where I'm coming from with that. That's fair. That is very fair. All right, we got to talk about if. <laughs> Speaking of not being anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not being anywhere is a, the segue into the next segment. However, we need to talk about if certain somebody is going to be wrong here. Speaking of which, if you guys have followed any of us on Twitter, uh, several episodes back, Mookie so adamantly proclaimed that if he is ever wrong, to tweet at him. And I would like to say someone took him up on that. <laughs> Who? I saw that. Who? Uh, Ricky. Hold oh, Ricky! You, you didn't see that? No, I missed that. Oh, yeah. It was great. When, when was that? Uh, when was Wednesday? Thursday? Wednesday oh, or Thursday? Okay, so yeah, like literally in the last few days. Yeah. Okay, I, missed, so, I, I just uh, missed that. So what happened was uh, he had listened to the episode, 
And essentially, he was just like, he's like, all right, I have all my ammo, bet. And then he just hopped on Twitter. He's like, he's like, yo, at Mookie833, here's what you got wrong. No. <laughs> and then uh, Tonks jumps on. He's like, yo, do I need to get involved? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it was just glorious. But anyways, this is one more thing for Mookie to be wrong about. Uh, Sony announced they will not be at E3 next year. And subsequently, that means PlayStation won't also have anything going on next year. And also, after talking with Tonks, discovered EA will not be at E3 either. Oh, snap. And um, I believe there's a press release that, or a press release, press conference that had happened where um, Sony was pretty much saying that they love the fans, they um, like appreciate it, they always want to bring like new stuff to get them excited about uh, the Sony community, the PlayStation community, and uh, games and innovations that they have. And because of that, they don't really have anything to offer this time around, so they were choosing to withdraw from E3 and won't be a part of it. So... I can respect that. Yeah. So that means that this year... Because are they doing PSX next year or are they also holding back on PSX? PSX is at the end of the year, though. So so I think we'll get a PSX this December. Okay, here's my thought. I think we'll still get a PSX this year. Obviously, this well, year. Well, not but, like I'm talking about but, for next but year. But next year. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a whole year. That is literally a year because mm-hmm. up until E3, E3 is what, like six, seven months from now-ish? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you give yourselves a year, you have a lot more time to prepare. Now, I think they still will have a PSX. I just don't think it'll be as heavy-hitting. Yeah. Because if they're taking this break, unless... They've got something so dynamite that they're they're which like, then leads to what we were talking about a couple weeks ago because Mookie was talking about maybe at this E3 they'd be like okay hey we're working on PlayStation 5 2020 2021 or whatever whatever date they would put out unless they're gearing up to be like okay you guys want next gen next gen give it four months it's out or something like that I don't know because uh, that's where I think at this point it's going. Yeah, so I, I I still think we'll get a PSX at the end of next year. Just and then also like because EA already does its own thing, just like literally smack dab next to E three. That's true. They've got the you're talking about the EA play. Yeah. So are they still gonna do EA play? I don't uh, because EA play is actually fun. If you guys yeah. ever no, they'll, 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 they'll be doing EA play. They just won't be doing Host, anything at E three. Okay. But I think at this point, people know what they're getting, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but as it is, do do they have um, any like bigger titles outside of their sports game set up for next slated for next year? Are are they involved with Anthem or is that just Bioware? That's I think they're involved in anthems. I get EA emails, so that might be their big one for next year. The one thing Mookie's useful for, and he's not here, knowing about video games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it looks, it looks like it. Yeah, it's on their official. EA, it's mentioned on their official EA site. So yeah, they're they're definitely involved. Okay, that's what um, I thought. Okay, so if the, if that's the case, then. That that's, might be their focus for next year. 
or at least the first. So part. yeah, and that's a what a f- is it a February release date? I don't know. They moved that around, and you know who knows. We'll figure this out in like two seconds. Yep, February twenty second, two thousand nineteen. So that's around the corner, but who knows? That's gonna get. It could get pushed again. Yeah. So um, I I remember so in the same conversation I was having with uh, Tonks, uh, the GameStop guru. For those of you that know him, that as that. Um, I had no idea that originally E3 was for these companies like Sony, for EA, for Microsoft to talk to distributors, like to convince them to like sell their stuff or like what they have, um, which is why tickets were never like for the general public until two or three years ago. Yeah, super recently. Yeah. Two years ago, two years ago. Yeah. So, and at this point... With the trend of moving to online sales. I think that's why. I, I think you, you got brought up a good point. Mm-hmm. Because now that things have shifted, they don't really need the distributors as much. Distributors, distributors, depending on how whoever you are and how you say that. But I don't think they need them as much. Uh, obviously, brick and mortar will still be there, but it's I, I think it's seriously declining. And if trend continues, which what Rockstar has started here, haven't they? Don't they have just as many sales digitally, if not a little bit more than their brick and mortar? Mm-hmm. That's a huge turn. That is a huge turn. Now, if you ask me personally, yes, I will probably buy games digitally, with the exception of sports games, mm-hmm. like. Why, unless you give me a subscription base and you just update it on the system automatically, I will not buy digitally on sports games because what's the point? If I own 17 digitally, I'm never going to, I'm never going to play it again. Ever. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think I, I would agree for the most part. Yeah. There'll there'll always be people who buy physical. Um, That's true. For example, parents will probably always buy physical for their kids or grandparents. But at this point, just buy a gift card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then some people like having, especially for older games, they like having the the disc. That's fair. But I think the number of physical stores is going to drop dramatically in the next couple yeah. of months. Yeah, and I'm not saying that they eliminate them entirely because yeah. there's they're still a market for it. Yeah, I think like the vintage just... stocks in those places will still be around, but GameStop will need to keep probably keep changing and honestly probably away from the merchandise option. I, I, I don't know how many people actually care about that, but they'll probably have to change a bit if they want to stay in business or keep up the number well, of stores they yeah, have. That's true. Um, however, I think because of this, I think the way collector's editions are sold going to look a little different. I, or at least how they're packaged and sent out. Um, yeah, that's probably true. Because what are the odds that like even in the next few years we see collector's editions without the game or has the digital code for the game? Mm-hmm. That's probably pretty likely. Yeah. Which would make sense. I mean, it's one less thing they have to ship and less space in the packaging if they mail it to you. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. One way or the other, I would yeah. imagine. Wait, so sorry. I was just thinking about this as we were talking about uh, the shows that big corporations put on. When is D23 usually? Because it's already happened this year, right? 
They usually have two of them. They have one in uh, Anaheim and one in Tokyo. Because the Anaheim one already happened, correct? Mm-hmm. Because uh, that was earlier this year? Yes. I think so. So once the to- I think there was one in February. Um... When, if I think that was the Anaheim one, because when's the Tokyo one slated to happen? Because is it, isn't it usually like earlier in the year to the end of the year is how they split it up? So tickets, okay. So I think and D twenty three, I think is one of those weird ones where I think they actually are in every other year. So maybe they didn't have one this year. Hang on, I'm seeing stuff for next year. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Um, D23 Japan 2018 X. Uh, oh, wait. We'll just go to Wikipedia and see what kind of information <laughs> they give us because clearly we need a lot of help. Despite what college professors say, Wikipedia is a great source for information. Yeah. Um, it looks like Japan. T- Okay, so D23 Expo Japan 2018, the third Disney Expo Japan, was held on February 10th through the 12th on the 20, um, 2018, and the sixth one will be held in Anaheim August 23rd through the 25th in 2019. Okay. So it looks like they'd like to alt. Okay, so this is what they're alternating between Japan and Anaheim, I think is kind of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. From what I'm noticing, interesting. Uh, I don't know what. I just thought about that because we have more Kingdom Hearts stuff, more screenshots. I don't even know if there because Luca happened a couple weeks ago. I don't even know if there was anything going on. They're just like, oh, you want more stuff for Kingdom Hearts? Have it. <laughs> well, <laughs> at this at this point, it's like when you're in the parade and you're throwing candy and you're getting towards the end of the parade and you still have all this candy left, so they're just like literally taking handfuls and throwing, like chucking it at you. That is what's Take happening. Take the candy! <laughs> that is what's happening. I think one of the craziest things, I don't know if we talked about it last, one of the craziest things that we saw in terms of screenshots, because we've had... Uh, the Tangled, we had 100 Acre Woods, and then we had screenshots of pretty much every, not everything. Well, but we did have some, uh, like, one or two of, like, Big Hero 6 and other Well, stuff. yeah, I'm just talking about some from, like, last oh, episode. I don't yeah. think we ever talked about what seems to be, a, on a grander scale, another version of the Thousand Heartless Battle. We did not. Because that looked insane. Um, what it's it, people are guessing ten thousand something like that. I don't know if you know what we're talking about, Brian. I played two, so I know the, the thousand. thousand heartless battle. Um, In, I think I've seen like a okay. clip, a short clip or a screenshot. I can't remember. Yeah, which. It was, there was a, as far as there was a screenshot, but it was also in a trailer, so you probably did see both. Probably so, but yeah, and it looks absolutely insane. It's not just Sora fighting by himself, a thousand heartless, which. Whenever we first heard about it, it was just like, yo, are you sure about this? Because, <laughs> like, I might be strong. And then, like, you get to it and you're just like, oh, reaction commands. Rising sun, rising sun, rising sun. <laughs> That's all you did. And then you can do, like, the limit form or whatever, uh, which which made it easier. And you're just like, oh, okay, cool. I leveled up a couple times. Like, didn't really have to worry about it. But 10,000? This one, we got Like, okay, problem. so first of all, if it was Sora by himself, 
I'd be like, yo, I don't know about this dog, but you do have your party with you. Um, it looks like taking on the Heartless, which if Donald gets in my way one more time, I'm having duck for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, duck, roasted duck in Beijing is fantastic. Yes. Roasted duck dipped in sugar. Ooh. Bro. Amazing. That is interesting. Peking duck is really good. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. I think that's the only kind of duck I've actually ever had. Same. And when I was in China, they gave me a goose, but they boiled the goose. So, like, I mean, they went, like, old school style. They chopped the head. They chopped the feet. They defeathered it. And then they chopped, you know, quarterly to the body and threw it all in the pot and boiled it. Yo, when I was with my friends, we were, we were all trying to use a ladle, scoop it out. Someone got the head. We were like, oh, no. <laughs> and then the next person gets a foot. I'm good. <laughs> You're just like, thanks. Yeah, but we had something like that with a fish. Yeah, no. Like, at least a fish, fish is not as weird. Yeah. Fish, like, I can straight up do, like, eat the head of a fish. Like, I don't have a problem. Yeah, but I'm very... Averse to that, he went to the bathroom and we put the fish head on his plate. <laughs> he came back. He's like, "What the heck? <laughs> Get that away!" He's like, "No, nah. uh, can't do this." But no, like honestly, with how many screenshots we're getting in Kingdom Hearts, uh, a lot of people feel like it's too much, uh, like stuff, and that this just continues to reinforce that this is the largest game we are getting. There's still so much. I don't to think cover. people. I don't think people realize we've only seen. I think four out of the ten worlds. Mm-hmm. We've only seen four out of ten, and granted, like Hundred Acre Woods doesn't really count. Like it's a world air quotes yeah but it's not really a world because it yeah. you find Many it in games. whatever world it's actually in there's gonna be a heffalump in hundred acre woods i saw that i couldn't remember the name of it yeah <laughs> interesting <laughs> interesting so but like yeah that's that's crazy so wh- wh- which ones have we seen we've seen tangled we've hero seen six. big hero six. Oh, twist well i guess we've seen more than that yeah, so yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. several but not in depth so monsters in Mon- so toy story so let's see, yeah. yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, Pirates. Um, and in terms of, because they've shown us mostly new. We know we're going back to Olympus Coliseum. We'll, yeah. we'll that, go to the Mount. Uh, and, and, and that's, I, I think people knew that after especially 0.2. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody doubted that, and that's a staple. Like, that's a staple world. Yeah. You have to go to. Uh, we'll be, I think we're going back to Radiant Garden. I could see you, that. You would assume. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing it in, like, one of the trailers. Keyblade Graveyard. Twilight Town. But that, like, Twilight Town is treated so differently. Because, like, How it's a mean? world, but also at the same time, it wasn't a world in the sense of, like, it was computer-generated, but there's an actual Twilight Town, but we spent most of our time in the computer-generated we've, Twilight we've Town. Been a, we've been to both, obviously. Yeah, uh, like, but we spent most and of we're our time. And we're actually going to both again, probably. It's so weird. And like then, Twilight Town was such so confusing we'll, the first time around. And honestly, we'll probably also be going back to uh not uh Land of the Departure. Um whatever Castle Oblivion was before it was Castle Oblivion from Birth by Sleep. Cause that's where Ven is. Oh yeah. Dead. And then we'll also uh be going to the realm of darkness, because we have to fight Aqua. 
which the realm of darkness has always been there, but you really don't do anything in in it till zero point two. Yeah, I still haven't played that one. I've got it, but I need to play it. Oh yeah, that you you might want to do that sooner rather than later. I know. I it's actually it's, it's, it's quite. It's I would that almost say sure. do that. Yeah, it, like it it will take you like if you put it on a normal difficulty, it'll take you like two hours, maybe mm-hmm. three. Like honestly, yeah. yeah. Beat it in one sitting. Actually, I I made the mistake of doing it hard on like on the hard mode with expert. That yeah, what it is. Whatever it is. Critical. Critical. Uh no, critical. Critical is unlocked after. Because they're, you, they're right? a beginner. There's the standard, and then there's proud, proud. There it is. Uh, we we we, I, <laughs> we got there eventually. It took a little bit of work. Uh, like Mookie's jump shot, but uh, <laughs> shots fired. Just intended. Just, <laughs> just, just kidding. He doesn't have a jump shot because he had knee surgery. <laughs> just, just Yo. The amount of slander this man gets. Guys, we really, we truly do appreciate Moogie and everything he does for us. Uh, what are they again? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. But we're super excited for Kingdom Hearts. The, uh, the graphics look so good. so good. So good. Because, yeah, the, the last the last set of screenshots were, like you said, 100 Acre Woods and Tangled. And the Tangled world looked so clean. The lanterns? Oh, my gosh. That's what people were freaking out about on yeah. Twitter. Like, oh, my God. You see this lanterns? Because, honestly, when they, they did a side-by-side comparison of the game and then... The movie? The movie. And the game looks so much better. Like, if the graphics for the game were the movie, people would be happy. And the movie wasn't bad. Yeah, like, it was not bad at all. Like, it, it just blows my mind what they're able to do, because they're using Unreal Engine 4 for this, right? Yes. It, it just blows my mind what they're able to do with this engine. But anyways, that's what's Unreal happening. was the right name for this engine. <laughs> oh, yes. That is the truth. Uh, in other news, one of the few passings we'll talk about this week, one of the... Probably the hardest death that happened in Naruto for people to, like, come to terms with. Yes. That, Itachi, Neji. Well, Neji like, was one of the hardest. Honestly, like, ne- Neji we, well, I don't know that Neji was hard to deal with because, or we, well, no, we, we, not for us, yeah, well, but yeah, yeah. people who no, 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 no. killed themselves. No, but I know. But, wait, What? <laughs> You never, yeah. you never, like, there were articles of people in Japan that straight up killed themselves. Well, one, when Itachi died, but also when Neji died. Yo, that's wild. That's when you know you're too invested in something. Like, but, you need, but you there, need help if you're that invested. I there, were, that. there were articles that well, came out. I mean, I felt bad when Neji died, but... I was just going to say that, like, outside of us, not a lot of people really cared about Neji as a whole until, like, that those last few uh, character moments uh, leading up to his death and sheep pudding. <laughs> this got way more than I did not intend for it to. But uh, just, like, there, like, in the hierarchy, there's, like, all these characters that people care about. But Dry is probably, arguably, the one people had trouble dealing with. Easily. Because we saw... By that point, we already... Well, no, we did not see... No, we did see Itachi again by that point. 
Or yeah. shortly after, yeah, if yeah, not yeah, shortly yeah. after. I think he died, like, the arc before that or something. He died the arc before, but then, like, sometime around when Jiraiya died, we we saw Itachi again. Mm-hmm. But reanimated. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people were just like, man, it's like, sucks. Why Jiraiya have to die? He's literally one of, uh, like, he's one of the coolest characters. Like, he's weird, but he's one of the coolest characters uh, or thought of characters in the entire universe that they have there. Um and we got an answer as to why. Well, not that there, people are asking specifically, but we did get an answer as to why Jiraiya did have to die. Yes. And honestly, it's kind of tough to deal with. It really is. But I think it goes to show that, like, even the favorited characters aren't above death, you know? Outside of Boruto's dad. <laughs> Which technically he died once. Technically. Wait, actually, no, no, that's not even a technically. He actually, he actually died. Well, just like Gara had died. You realize that? Gara. Well, I know Gara. No, I know Gara died. I'm talking about like with Naruto, because. In the war, remember? I know in the war, but like, was it that he actually died, or was it just like his, his own chakra was like waning like real fast unless they didn't do something now kind of thing I know Sakura was trying to keep him alive I don't Sakura know if was he technically died or yeah. was just like so like yes stopped, he would die it's like yes like, technically he died but I believe that oh that's right still, didn't, yeah. didn't she keep wait she what kept, she like was pumping his heart yeah pumping his so, heart so really so honestly he was dead like without like, life support yeah so <laughs> literal but, life but the support the point is I'm making yes he did die, but like, died. It's life support. <laughs> okay. More like a superhero death in Naruto's case. Yeah. Except they didn't wait, like, yeah. a decade to bring him back. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, Barry. So, in, a, <laughs> in an interview, I believe they were just talking about... Uh, just a relationship between Naruto and Sasuke. I think that was the original nature of the uh, interview. Mm-hmm. I think so. And then talking about like uh, what made it effective for like Naruto to finally break through with Sasuke. And then he had said um, like from the beginning part of Naruto, like when Sasuke left up until Shippuden, like Naruto had been trying to relate to Sasuke, but truly couldn't because he never has actually lost anyone. Makes sense. Kujiraya. Kujiraya dying, now he understands, like, Sasuke, like, to some degree, Sasuke's level of loss. Not even to some degree. He, like, actually understands because he truly, he saw Jiraiya. Well, I mean, like, like, Naruto lost Jiraiya, which, who was a huge part of his growth as a ninja, as a person. Um, But then, like, Sasuke's, like, lost his entire clan, his brother, and then he, he killed off some people just to get the, you know, the Mongeku. <laughs> I don't know. What which he ended up, which that was actually one of the surprising things when he killed, when he killed Orochimaru. Yeah. And then he gets the, uh, you know, yeah. Mongeku. You're like, so, ooh. I was like, yo. That was, when he, when when we thought he was going to kill Naruto, and then he ends up killing, you know. Yeah. And we're just like, what? Yeah. It's like, really? That guy? 
<laughs> but it makes when sense. you see your ex downgraded. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what really threw me off was the whole Kakashi and the Sharingan thing. How so? Okay, from the get go, what are like? What is one of the first things that they throw at you in Naruto, like in the entire franchise? Oh, uh, the- Kenkei Genkai, right? Yes. Like Kenkei Genkai is very specific to a bloodline. Uh, the you learn this later, but the Uzumakis have like an insane amount of like chakra, um, and they're also good at sealing and stuff like that. Um, Haku had the ice thing. Kenkei Genkai, uh, the Uchiha's had. Tec- like technically, so they, they were, were really good at genjutsu, but they had the, the octagon the and they were very good at fire jutsu. Yes, uh, and so then whenever he first showed up, you're just like, I was like, okay, guys wearing a headband, weird flex, but okay. Um, and then he, he pulled out the sharing gun. You're just like, yo, Sasuke's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was like my first thought. You know, actually, here's the crazy thing. You remember when Kur and I first showed up? Yes, that was like, the, oh. that was the most terrible misdirect for like the first several episodes. It was just like, huh? It's like, wait a minute, what what happened with the? She just she's just is just not okay. Cool, yeah, I'm following. But yeah, <laughs> but when gosh, you had that, then you're just like, okay, um, thought it was his uncle or related somehow. I was like, well, it's like they'll get to that later. And the entire time, they're not talking about it. Like, they, nope, they're not related. And then we get to Shippuden, okay? Because we've come to grips that he has the Sharingan. Uh-huh. And then in Naruto, original Naruto, they talked about how you get the Mongiaku Sharingan. Uh, like, killing your best friend or whatever. And then Shippuden. When Kakashi pulled it out, like, out of nowhere, you're just like, yo, there's another way to get it? <laughs> And we thought Sasuke would follow, like, find the other way to get it, only then to find out Kakashi straight up did kill his best friend. Both of them, technically. It's just an entire wild roller coaster, only to find out how he actually got that eye. He, in fact, is now related to Sasuke, only to get his eyes taken from him, and he has his normalizer stored. Kakashi's by far one of the most interesting characters <laughs> in all of Naruto. <laughs> The funny thing is that Obito, both of Obito's eyes were in the same place at the same time. And Obito yeah. was like, what? Yeah. He's just like, yo, I, I don't know, man. But uh, so, yeah, sorry. That's not what we're the direction we're going with that. It's just something that I've thought about very often. Like Kakashi's, <laughs> Kakashi's story arc is wild. What do you think about Really, it? like, Kakashi's more interesting, I think, than people take. Like, yeah, when you dig into his character, he's so... Yeah, when you first see him, he, he's, he's... He's reading a book that... He's, yeah, he's just an aloof reading a book. Yeah, he's a Jonin. He's been a Jonin for a long time. For probably 14 or 16 years at that point. My man took a lot of L's, though. He did. Like, over, honestly, over the course of the series, he took a lot of L's. Like, honestly, we saw him lose more than he won, but they also wrote him as this really dope character that is just has a high level of genius. Honestly, in his defense, he went against some really high level characters he oh, had yeah. no business fighting against. Like, yeah, the pain, L. Everyone took L's. The only person <laughs> who did it was Naruto. And he, oh, he technically took that L because he not to die. Yeah. 
So he didn't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's a what the equivalent is because Kakashi is a really dope character. For those that didn't don't remember, he was an Anbu Black Ops member. I think it's one of those things. Is like. Yeah, I could go all out. Yeah, I could be, like, one of the best ninjas in the entire village. But I'm a chill. I'm okay with kids dropping erasers on my head. You know what? Taking them to the academy every day. I don't know if anybody truly knew... Because I don't think he, anybody knew him as a copy ninja until he, after he was done being an Anbu. Yeah. And maybe that's why he got so many dubs as a kid. Just a random thought. Yeah. But anyways. We're uh, taking a long time. We are. Yeah. <laughs> we are. What we uh, made up for in the intro, we are taking back in the actual story dialogue. But let us know what you think about uh, Kakashi in general, which, I mean, we could talk about this just because I was super heated about it. Not heated, but like very adamant on my stance. Brian, I don't know, because you've only watched... The, have you watched all of Naruto or just the original? I've watched, I think, all of the canon Naruto. I skipped a lot of that filler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like 50% of the last couple of couple hundred episodes is filler, so I skipped almost all of that. However, okay. I did hear that the final episodes that were filler were based off of the light novels that they had for yeah, some of those characters. Yeah, like... Pretty much post in yeah, the, the post. Act. Well, no, like Ninja I think I, I heard like there was like an Itachi story that was, I because I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't really watch but like I heard that was like based on a light novel and all this other yeah stuff, there's some of that and then like the wedding and stuff like that but uh so there was I think it was originally I saw it on a post on Instagram like one of those Naruto fan accounts or whatever. And it was one of those pick three. So they have nine options, like pick three. The other six are essentially trying to like kill you. So oh, yeah. three are protecting you. They're fighting off six. And it was Madara, Obito, um, Hashirama, the first Okage, uh, Itachi, Naruto, Hagoromo, the Sage of Six Paths, um, Minato, Sasuke, or Kaguya. So pick, you pick, pick three and then the other six. I went with the dynamic duo plus Madara, and yes. it, the dynamic duo being Naruto and Sasuke. First of all, as we've said many times, they are quite literally gods in their universe. Yeah. Plus Madara. I went duo plus um, the first, the first Okage, the god of Shinobi, or revered as the god of Shinobi. Because, I mean, he, look, he went toe-to-toe with Madara. He did. And uh, and uh, it came victorious. Technically twice, but, I mean, the war is kind of iffy how that really played out. Because yeah. Madara then went, yeah. yeah. Had Madara not up, you know, powered up, yeah, know, he would have taken the bell. The Ten Tails... Jinchuriki or whatever. Well, even just he also had yeah, Hashirama's, Hashirama's cells. Like, so basically but, he had Hashirama's power plus his own, so that was kind of unfair. But but here's my thing. Now, Timmy Tonga and Mookie had said the duo plus Itachi. Itachi's brilliant. But he's not... That's what I'm saying! Itachi, Itachi, Itachi and Sasuke are like tacticians. 
Yeah. Period. Like, that is See, However, they he took that L to his own brother. See, but here's the thing. Well, yeah, I'm no. Yeah, you're correct. I'm not trying to argue for that at all. Here's what I'm saying. Yes, they're both tacticians. And honestly, uh, they are Naruto and Sasuke. First of all, great teamwork, great chemistry. They're both insanely strong. Naruto has quite literally a crap ton of chakra in his body. But they're just like smart tactically in how they use their stuff. None of them are quite brawlers. Madara, though. (laughs) (laughs) When you need somebody to body people. Not only (laughs) did he run through the entire Shinobi Alliance... He can also do his Susano. So Caleb was talking about doing the double Susano nine tails armor. They still do double Susano, but I don't know how that would work though. Uh, they'll think. Well, Itachi and Sasuke kind of did it. Uh, no, not Itachi. Um, who was it? Sasuke and someone else. They combined their Susanos, or was it the first time that he also had Itachi got Itachi's eyes? I don't remember saying combined Susanos. I think it might be the first time he actually got uh, had it, got Itachi's eyes um, added to his or whatever. However, that works anatomically. Um, but if it's possible, they'll figure out a way. They could do that. But I think Madara, even though they don't really play on it much, I think he might be one of the strongest visual Sharingan users of the Uchiha clan. I think so. Because you have to, well, no, technically that was Obito that controlled him. When you said Madara is a brawler, and I'm not really going to say this on air, but I thought of this. <laughs> and the, the, gift, the gift that gets me every time is like when he first gets summoned and everyone's just like wait but he said he's Madara who are you <laughs> and he just like drops down you just like see his eyes like darting back and forth he's just like dog I died in a fight and I'm coming out swinging kind of thing Yo. but honestly <laughs> Like, I don't know how anyone could argue against that yet. Like, yes, technically he was cheating, having, like, Hashirama cells, and that allowed him to get the Rinnegan. Um, but even in his base form, I think he's plenty strong, combined with the other two, to take on the other six. That's true. But, I mean... I don't know if you have a stake in this fight, Brian, if you wanted to it's choose. It's hard to make a decision, because as far as skill goes, yeah, I'd choose probably... Naruto, Sasuke, I'd probably choose Hashirama, but then it's like, as far as power goes, Kaguya took a lot to take down, and then there's Hagoromo, the sage of six paths, who is basically the one who gave Naruto and Sasuke the power they have, so I'm like, I don't know how good of a fighter he is, so I don't know. (laughs) He didn't seem like a fighter. That's the problem. He didn't, but he sealed up Kaguya, so... he, He did... But I, I think if not to have shown us anything, you can be good at one skill and terrible at the others. And yeah. he's also old. This is true. Yeah. I'm just saying. Plus, 
I'm not putting any stake in Kaguya's claim because she also got beat by Sakura too. Naruto and Sasuke did the heavy lifting, but if Sakura got a punch in your week. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she was basically just the only reason she was a threat was because she had so much power. Yeah. So I, I'd probably go Naruto, Sasuke, and Hashirama. Right. But anyways, let us know what you think. Tweet at us at Even Podcast. All right, we need to try to get through to these last... I know. Which, which part of it will, like... Won't do it justice, but we'll push through it. So, jumping, not jumping ship, but switching gears to a different form of television. The Arrowverse crossover is fast approaching. It is very quickly. Isn't the Flash 100 episode coming up too? Oh, I think so. I know it, it doesn't coincide with the crossovers like Arrows did, but it's soon. It really is soon. I wonder what they're going to do for that. It'll be interesting. This this season has gone interesting. It's you know it's darker than than what Flash normally does. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate it. I can dig it. Yeah, it, it's not taking a uh, forty seven degree turn like Arrow did. <laughs> well, but they, theirs was a slow progression. Theirs has been a slow build since season three. Yeah, like honestly, like you can see where it started and then it just. Sp- Aggressively, little by little, um, while still trying to keep its lightheartedness in air quotes. Yeah. Uh, but we got to see the first look at Elseworld, the official title for the crossover. Um, when we first got the trailer, or not trailer, the poster, Stephen Amella tweeted out, or sent out on social media, there was Grant Gustin, Barry Allen, and the Green Arrow fit. Stephen Amell as Oliver Queen was in the Flash fit and everyone everyone was confused and also the way he tweeted he said I'm Barry Allen and I'm the fastest man alive and we're like wait what like, <laughs> the poster was already bad enough but yeah. you're actually tweeting this like, yo, like what, what is happening here uh, and now we're getting a look into what that how that actually plays out whether it's something that they have lived like that like we're all of a sudden some changes and they've like both been that person but that's not the case it's we so we watched the flash one first i think and or flash barry allen as green arrow he's training with diggle and as they're like sparring or whatever he hits him or he blocks it and he's just like he looks at himself and he becomes kind of self-aware and he's just like I'm the Green Arrow. And he's like, he's like, he's essentially like no dip. And then there's also the counterpart where Oliver Flash is with Iris. And he's, and she says, he's like, she's like, I love you, Barry Allen. He's just like, what? <laughs> even, even when he was getting the kiss from Iris, he was so confused. Yeah, he was like, like yeah. he's just like, yo, this shouldn't be happening. It's like, what is happening? He's like, where's Felicity? But uh, I think. I don't know if I necessarily had that in mind, but it's a lot more interesting than what I thought was going to happen. That they they would know who they are yeah. and then figure out, like... Okay. Yeah, that, that does give it a different aspect. And the question is, like, did someone send them through a dimensional portal, put them on another Earth, and then they ended up... Because this one, are they dealing with the anti-monitors or no? Who, who is... Like, who are they dealing with? I don't know. 
That's a good question. Because last the last crossover they did, they already played with uh, a different dimension where everything's backwards because they had uh, Earth X. Which, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. So, I was worried that they would try to do something similar to that. But, well, as of right now, it doesn't look like they are. Maybe something along those lines, but... Um, okay. So, Elseworld will feature a DC comic character, Roger Hayden, better known as the supervillain, Psycho Pirate. Psycho Pirate. That sounds ridiculous, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was... Never heard of I was really hoping it would be something like, uh... Not like... Uh, almost like a Zatara type of... Oh hey, you two switch places like Freaky Friday, type of thing. But well, from the very brief image I saw, that guy he looks like he has some kind of psychic or he looks. Abilities. Uh, you know, honestly, so he, he ran into Doctor like Fate and said, "You know, I kind of like what you dig. You yeah. know, I dig what you're doing," and then decided to kind of hint it off of that and go his own route. Yeah. Um, but it does it is looking to be pretty interesting, and I think all of that is going on in like. Okay, what? so here's the so this is on like Wikipedia or whatever. This is listed as the abilities: emotional vampirism, control over emotions through the use of Medusa mask, and ability to create lifelike duplicates. Hmm. hmm. That is the comic book version. So now the question is, is how are they going to play with these powers and mix them up? Now, could it be that it's a mixture of life, you know, lifelike duplicates, you know, with control of emotion of other people or whatever that, you know, then boom. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And there's two iterations of... Uh, of um, Psycho Pirate, um, Charles Halstead, and then the Roger, uh, the Roger Hayden version that we're getting. So, um, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. But another trailer we got was for Young Justice season three. We talked about the schedule a couple weeks back. Um, how everything lines up. But we got a date. January 4th. Yeah! We've been waiting for this for a while. We have. For a good, good while. Well deserved. Man, 2019 is just going to be a fantastic year. We're getting Teen Titans back. OG Titans. Young Justice is coming back. Kingdom March 3. Man, 2019. Tra- treating us right. We were super excited, and they confirmed that because season two left on a cliffhanger of Vandal Savage meeting up with Darkseid. This short teaser trailer showed Apocalypse. Now, here's the question because we saw DNA strands kind of over it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. Now, is it that like Earth is going to become the new Apocalypse? Did Apocalypse like straight up eat Earth? 
or because the, as the strands kind of went over, there was a moment where it just kind of slowly changed yeah. to. So now, like, I, I don't know, like, and then the DNA has to play a part. So, in that. so, so I, what, what do we? That makes sense. My first thought when I saw that was more of. Yes, they're trying to take over, not necessarily change Earth into the new apocalypse. That might be it. That's actually probably more feasible uh, in terms of it, like has, story. Yeah. But I was the way I interpreted it was they apocalypse was coming. Not necessarily like yeah, apocalypse is coming, but like it is going to Earth, and okay. it was more of just like. Whenever the DNA strands went over it, it was just like, oh, like, apocalypse is here kind of thing. That's the way I interpreted it. Okay. Because, I mean, Darkside has tried on several occasions to terraform planet Earth, so. Yeah. All right. Anyways, last, but certainly not least, what? No, I'm not oh, You, you stared at me no, like, what are you? No, I was waiting for you to finish. Okay. Last, but certainly not least, we've, we've got... Uh, which I think some of you kind of been anticipating if we're going to mention or talk about it to any degree are... Uh, well, how can we not talk about it? Yeah, how can, how can we not? And obviously the big the, obviously the big news is Stanley's passing earlier in the week. But also, um, John Rogers. Now, that probably went under the radar. Granted, he did pass, what, a few days before Stanley did. Mm-hmm. But John Rogers really has been involved in the comic book world and movie world more than we realize. He was the president of Comic-Con International. So, uh, really, he had a lot to do with setting up that, obviously, um, and, and you know, making sure that it's always, you know, spectacular, which, I mean, obviously, he kind of cultivated a culture in such a way that we get big reveals at Comic-Con, you know? It never used to be that way, at least to this degree. Um, so really he's affected our lives very, very, you know, indirectly in, in ways that, you know, we could never really realize, but also Stan Lee indirectly and directly with his comic writing yeah. and appearances in movies and, and yeah. Stan Lee specifically, um, just really created a culture for, really for everyone. Uh, he was, he's the creator and founder of Marvel, essentially, or co-founder. Something like that, yeah. Pretty big name title. Um, A lot of those superhero favorites that um, you see, Spider-Man, Hulk, Captain America, Thor, Black Panther, like, he played an integral part into bringing to life. Some more than the others, like, Spider-Man, was that, like, the... He got Spider-Man, he did Hulk. Was that, like, the... Not the last one, but, like, in terms of, like, him being hands-on in terms of, like, the creation of that character. Because I know that that, that's kind of, like, out of all, and that's, like, his baby. Yeah, I think so. But all all of these, uh characters that he's created this universe that people have loved so much um identifying with um struggles of captain america when he wanted to became a nazi and then they retrofixed that for whatever reason goodness this man like because 
some of these I knew, some of these I didn't. So these are these, this is a list of characters that Stanley has created, been hands on, a part of. Like his name is like tied to it directly. Um, Spider Man, Hulk, Juggernaut, Black Widow, Iron Man, um, Wanda, or Scarlet Witch, yeah, uh, Doctor Strange, Galactus, Groot, Mary Jane, Black Panther. People actually don't know that. Not many people. Uh, Loki. Uh, Clint, uh, Barton, so uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Uh, Punisher. What, what's his new name? Hawkeye. Because he has a different Clint name. I think he just goes by his actual like really? real name now. I think so. I thought there was a know. different one. But you might be right, though. Um, Punisher, Silver Surfer, Doc Ock, Gwen Stacy, Kingpin, Red Skull, Doctor Doom. Living Turbinal, Nick Fury, Professor X, uh, Dormam, what is it, Dormammu? Dormammu. Yeah. Uh, J. Jonas Jameson. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to that. <laughs> Magneto, Harry Osborn, Wasp, Quicksilver, Thor. Uh, this list. Yeah. It, it, it's it's, it's like goes still going on. on. It's still, like, uh, like, these are just a handful uh, obviously, we're not like the list keeps going. Yeah, um, and I remember like obviously after his passing, there were uh, there was talk of like just quotes that he said, and I remember one point when he was really getting started uh, in this portion of his career, talking about like how sometimes he felt like ashamed or like disheartened that. There's all these people out there doing stuff, like, business-wise or just, like, construction-wise or whatever, and he was just making comics. But he realized, like, entertainment is so valuable to everyone because a lot of times we just use entertainment for distractions. We use it for enjoyment and stuff like that, but everyone has some form of entertainment and that he embraced that so wholeheartedly to create a not a bubble, but a space for some of the highest grossing movies ever. Which is pretty interesting. And I'm just glad that he got to see his, like, legacy really lay out and really hit its stride. Like, comics everywhere. Name me, show me, any kid within like a couple block radius that isn't in love with like Spider-Man, Thor, Black Widow, Hulk, Captain America. Like it is physically impossible. Yeah. Like there might be one here or there because yeah, there's always exceptions, but kids love it so much. They grow up with that. And the fortunate few like us remain in it. <laughs> um Bill Maher, I want to punch in the face. Did you hear his comments after Stanley's passing? No. The disrespect that he had? No. Yo. Basically saying, like, you know, what is, you know, basically, in, in, in paraphrasing his whole, like, statement, and I think he had posted Yo, was, was that media. the one, was that the one that was saying he was racist and sexist? I think, I think I might have seen something like that, but basically he's saying, like, 
well, what did he really do? Everybody understood that comics were for children, but somewhere along the way, adults just wanted to keep the children thing. And I'm like, like basically disrespecting Stan Lee, and he's yeah. not even been dead, uh, you know, passed away a week. And we're like, the, the internet is running Bill over. Yeah. Running him over. So, uh, I think this will... Uh, he's very. He's always had controversial statements. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's a news anchor that is. Yeah. No. We we will not publicly acknowledge that, even though you just talked about it. <laughs> uh, but I, I like the fact yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know Twitter. Twitter comes to the rescue. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Twitter to the rescue. Twitter undefeated, never lost. Uh, but either way. Um, I do like the compilations that are coming out, like, of all the Stanley cameos and all the movies. Uh, by far, my favorite cameo to date has to be the last one. Uh, well, there's probably one in Avengers 4 since they've concluded filming. There has to be. Which they did conclude. They pretty much concluded filming they for concluded, Spider-Man. Yes, they did. So, so there will be a cameo in that with him that is not CGI or altered in any way. At this so point, so we'll we'll still get three cameos. We'll get Captain Marvel. We'll get Avengers, and then we'll get Spider Man. I wonder. I wonder which one of those do you think is going to be the um, like farewell stand? Avengers four. Do you think four? How, I think four will, but I would see them doing Captain Marvel because it's the closest. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely the closest. All but also the I, true. However, I think it would be almost like I think Avengers Four will have Avengers Four will be more special with I think they do do fair like yeah, Goodbye Stan and all of them. Memory of Stan or yeah, Memory like Stan. But I think Avengers Four will have like at the end short snippets of Stan like of Stan like honoring him in some way because you know after credits like that's what they do. I think that's you what know do. what would be even better though. Which, Avengers 4 makes the most sense. Like, I'm not denying that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, Spider-Man is his, like, yeah. most iconic that's character. That's, so his, like, that's his baby. Like, it is by far his most iconic. So, like, why not do it then? But, again, it makes sense yeah, why they the, would do it. Out of do. all the three, it's the latest in the year. Which is fair. But... However, they did finish filming on, you know, they just finished filming, you know, shooting Spider-Man. So they could do something. Like that. Now, what would be interesting is that, like, they have a scene, like a, like a, like a funeral scene for him or something mm. in Spider-Man because they just finished up so they can probably do something like that. Yeah. That actually would be dope. Yo, I would legit be crying in the theater if they did that. And I don't need to be crying in the middle of the <laughs> I like, yo, if they do that, that will punch everybody in the feels. Yeah. I'm, they don't need to do that. Kevin Feige, do not do that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I think out of respect, uh, we need to, let's just take a moment of silence for, for these two gentlemen. Um, condolences to the to the Lee family and to the Rogers family. They have definitely impact our lives in ways that we cannot really see, um, and really giving us this platform. You know, even to be able to talk about some of this stuff. So, uh, let's just go ahead and take that moment.
Okay. So, um, with that, honestly, that is our conclusion. And God, this was long. That might have been the weakest wrap-up I've ever seen in my life. Weaker than Mookie's knees, but... <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, he got he got surgery to reinforce that. I'm not sure that's how it works, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> People, I went to school for marketing, not biology. He's gonna, one day he's going to walk around with some bionic knees. <laughs> he might actually... Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys. Ne- oh man! I was oh like, no! Yeah. You, you, and you were telling me now. <laughs> no, you you almost flubbed it up. Yeah, I didn't flub it up. I almost and you, you you almost did because we didn't give away the socials. You, you're right. You know what? I'm just I was just gonna say I did not flub it. It almost ended as premature as a preteen. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> As, as, you soon, as soon as that left my mouth, I was just like, uh, that was not the best way to go about it, but I'm running with it. I thought J. Cole, I thought, I thought you know exactly yep. what line I'm thinking of. Yep. <laughs> Take that as you will. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at emanpodcast, facebook.com backslash you more about nothing. Um... Also follow our company stuff at White Noise LLC. We are on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes, Google Play. Make sure you follow, like, leave a comment if you're on SoundCloud. Rate us. If you like jokes, tell us a joke. Um, this has got to be one of the funniest endings we've had in a while. Oh. Yeah, tell, tell, uh, tell your friends about us. I'm sure they'll enjoy it. They'll get jokes like that every once in a while. Every once in a while. So I don't know why we're still allowed to do this, but we're thankful we get to. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week.